0: Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kedushin Mem Zayin, Kedushin 47a, pagination is 93. We're starting from the first wide line. Amrav. Rav tells us something that we've encountered earlier in the Mesechta. HaMekadish Bemilva Eina because Milva Lehotza'a Nitna, a person who tries to be Mekadish, a woman, using a loan that was already tendered, that's not good kedushin, and the reason is because a loan is meant to be spent, and as Rashi explains, the person who borrowed the money does not have to have it readily available at any time to be able to pay it back. The money becomes theirs, so to speak, with an independent, abstract obligation, which is a very real ab- obligation, but it's in the abstract. That's You didn't give her anything when you said, that money. Which money? The money is meant to be spent. There's no money present in tangible form. And therefore, if the money was already given to her, and the man says, with that money... That's not a good kiddushin. The Gemara explores this ruling by stating neimah ketanoi. It sounds like that this is a machlokas, because on the one hand we learned a person who does kiddushin with a loan, it's not good kiddushin. So that's compatible with what we just learned. V'yesh omre but there are those who say it is a good kiddushin whoa, my lav, it sounds like they're arguing in this very point. One opinion says that a loan is as if it's spent and there's nothing tangible here, you didn't give her anything. And the other opinion will somehow understand a loan that it's here and the obligation is somehow in a tangible form so that you're giving her something. And that's the first reaction that the Gemara has to these two divergent rulings. Says the Gemara that's certainly not pshat. V'tisberah. Let's analyze the logic here. Ama Seifah based on the second part of that very brysa. V'shavim, everybody agrees, Bemecher, by a sale if you're buying something. Kiddushin was the first case. Now let's discuss Mekech and memkar business. Shazekone that it's a good sale. nitna. if this that they were discussing was the case of milveh Lahotsa nitna, then where's the Kenyan, according to the opinion, that it's indeed lahotza'an nitna. What would they be arguing? Why would that opinion change their ruling by a case of sale? And the Gemara responds, that that b'risa that you brought, that some say it's not a good Kiddushin, and some say it is a good Kiddushin, and they use the word milveh alone, they were not talking about the same case that we thought they were talking about. They're not talking about the case where a person gives her a loan and then afterwards says, with that money, it should be Kiddushin. But rather, what are we talking about? He said to her, to me with a certain amount of money. And turns out that it's missing. The last component of that total sum is missing milsa One opinion says that she finds it embarrassing to demand of him that last amount. After all, they're becoming husband and wife. And if she's going to ask for the last coin, the last quarter, for example, it doesn't look good. She's embarrassed of impressions. And one opinion says it's a good Kiddushin because she's not embarrassed, she's entitled to the entire amount, most of it was paid, and a little bit limitave, she's going to still have to demand the same as a down payment, and most of it was paid, and this opinion holds, she will still be willing to demand the last coin. If the case was mekek and memkar business, then... The b'risa told us, vishavim. In such a case, it's certainly Kona, because there's no embarrassment. It's only by husband and wife relationship that she would be embarrassed to ask for the very last coin, according to one opinion, and it was referred to as a loan. He's trying to be mikdash her by not giving her the full hundred. He gave her, for argument's sake, 90, and the very last amount was like a loan, you could either understand it as soon as he pays it up, he will have fulfilled the condition of paying up that last amount, which until now was a loan, or you could understand it that since she is embarrassed to demand it, it never actually works as a kiddushin. The Gemara continues and says, "Ve'elah <laughs> hada Amar Rabba b'mana there's a different b'risa that says that if he said a hundred and he only gave her one coin towards that, it's a good kiddush and he just has to pay up. One would think that perhaps this is actually the subject of a disagreement and Rabbi Lazar was ruling like one side and his ruling is not universal. Because it's also the remainder is alone. And the Gemara says there's a major distinction. Amri, I'll answer you. If the majority was paid up, it's just a little bit that wasn't paid up, so she's embarrassed to demand it, and therefore it's not a kedushin. milsa But if he promised her a hundred, and he only gave her one, and there remains, ninety-nine, to be had, then he's not embarrassed. She's not embarrassed. So the Gemara makes a distinction that it depends if the bulk of the money is missing, so she's not embarrassed to go ahead and demand that. If there's just a little bit, I imagine it's because it looks like she's being cheap. And therefore, in the words of Rashi some she doesn't agree at all, and Enomekudeshes, because she knows that this Davar Muat it's just a little bit and it's not gonna reflect well on her and she won't demand it. Wanted to mention a concept which I think we've mentioned in the past this concept of Ksifa La Milsa that a person is embarrassed, and sometimes it has significant halachic ramifications. Over here it's very clear. It's the difference between a kedushin and not a kedushin. There's a concept that a person has to pay his workers on time. The way it's worded is, if the worker demands payment, then he has to pay it on time. If the worker doesn't demand... Uh, There's not the same level of obligation. However, the commentaries explain that this is not because there's some technicality they have to demand and then the obligation kicks in, but rather the demand makes it clear that the person wants to get paid. And therefore, for example, Rabbi Spitz, in his Monetary Halacha English safer page 102, points out that if we're dealing with a child who's embarrassed to do the demand, but we know very well that they want to get paid, there would be this obligation to pay them in a timely manner, even if they haven't demanded. Whereas, going back, to an adult setting, where the person's no kasifa le milsa, they're not embarrassed to demand, then there may be a certain degree of liberties if it's understood that you don't have to pay that minute, but that you pay within a range of reasonable time, uh, maybe within the week, maybe when you get a bill, or whatever the arrangement might be, then there would be a little bit more liberty than in such a case where it's ksifa la milsa, where we're afraid the person is intimidated to make the ask. Yeshe thank you for joining.